Welcome back to a freshly squeezed episode of the Flowscape Podcast, and we have all the boys here today with Spencer, and we have Mason. We found him. I sent Dog the Bounty Hunter. He located him. We've got him here today, and uh, we are rocking and rolling. First things first, this podcast is officially brought to you by FNX Fit. And boys, I'm gonna make a little drink here because they sent me some stuff. So um, let's let's go through a little bit uh, of what they sent me here. Um, so first things first, um, the boys at FNX Fit were nice enough to send me some rebuild creatine powder so I can continue to get jacked. Um, so there's that. There's that right there. Um, the boys also sent me um, some rebuild glutamine. Okay, I know dogs take this stuff, but Stitchy's gonna start taking this stuff for the old joints there. Okay, so we got we got that. Uh, what else they send me here? Send me a bunch of stuff. Um, send me some collagen protein powder. Apparently, the collagen protein powder uh, is the uh, the new wave of protein powder. Um, so I've got I've got some of that, and that is brownie batter. That is brownie batter. It's actually pretty good. Um, and actually, in the mornings, I have been drinking this. They sent me some. It's an AM protein blend. Uh, it's this is chocolate donut. It's actually pretty good. Um, but it's got, uh, protein and it's got like, uh, some mushrooms in there, some like nootropics in there, um, some caffeine in there, like a bunch of other stuff, uh, in there for the morning time. Like mushroom mushrooms or just like, no, no, not, not the piece 11 pokes room that we had in college. Not that, um, just, 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 uh, just, just the good old nootropics, like the lion's mane, uh, and things like that. So we got that going. Um, and then. Not yet, you know. Um, and then uh, they sent me. Um, I have not tried this stuff yet. Um, they sent me the recharge uh, pre-workout um, rocket pop flavored. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, and then um, I've got a little krill oil. Um, got a little krill oil. And now what I'm actually about to do is they sent me some tropical burst greens. I'm not kidding. This shit is really, really good. And I've been drinking it every morning, but I didn't have any this morning. So what I'm going to do live now on camera is mix up some FNX uh, tropical citrus greens. Uh, and I'm going to throw a little creatine in there as well. Uh, we're going to give it a little shake for the boys here. Um, it actually, sm- it doesn't even smell like greens, but you can look, it's like, it's greens. Like it is greens. Is the um, drink green? The I, you know, I've never really looked in there. We little scoop a scoop of the greens in there, um, and then we're gonna do a little. Let's do a little creatine in there. Get our daily dose of creatine. Mason, you there? You gone? Did we lose Mason? I'm here. Oh, he's back. I, was, I already quit. He's disconnected. For, it disconnected for about thirty seconds, but we got it. I can't find the scoop, so maybe we don't do the creatine because now my finger is covered in creatine powder. And just mainline it. Just, just, you know. No, I don't want to mainline. I don't want to raw dog the creatine. Damn it, I need a towel. Okay, hold on. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. All right. Okay, so I can't find the scoop in there for the creatine, and I don't want to dig any farther, um, even though we know that I'm used to finding things with my fingers. Um, but we got the greens in there. Got my official FNX shaker cup that the boys sent me as well. They sent me a bunch of stuff. Um, shout out to them. Um, now, Spencer, I'm going to see. Is it green? Yeah, it's green. Mm. But it actually, tastes it tastes really, really good. 
And the best part is, if you're listening, use code FLOWSKATE for 15% off. So code FLOWSKATE gets you 15% off any FNX Fit product, uh, apparel, anything on the website, uh, code FLOWSKATE for 15% off. So they are officially on board with the podcast. We can't thank them enough. Boys, if you need anything, let me know. Um, I can place an order for you guys. Um, yeah, let me know what you guys need. And um, I'll, uh, I'll let our rep know. Um, but if you're listening, 15% off code Flowscape. So that is first things first. Now that I am charged up with my FNX tropical birth greens that are green, Spencer, you big old pussy. Wow. Let's get let's get into um let's get into a little bit some nineteen year old Israel kid. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say let's get into a little bit of Israel because I am officially back. Um Mace, we have not all three been together. Um Mason, it, it, we recorded an episode. Um yeah, this let's is why I'm address this. I want to address yeah, this. Yeah, this is why I'm on an iPad. Uh we recorded an episode. Um Shortly after we recorded the episode, I went to edit the episode. Um, I went to export the episode overnight. Um, the next morning, I went to log into my computer, uh, my wonderful, wonderful iMac that I've had since 2010. Um, and when I went to log in, it would not log me in. Um, anytime I typed on the keyboard, it, it was it was crazy. Basically, I looked it up and my computer decided to re-hardwire itself overnight to where um, basically I was fucked. Um, one of those things where everything I looked up on the internet, no matter what Reddit thread I read, no matter what YouTube video I looked at, no matter who I talked to that knows computers or anything, was like, you're fucked. It's because it's so old, you're fucked. And I was like, fucking great. So I finally get the iPad. And, um, by the time I got the iPad though, by the time I found the episode, by the time I went to edit the episode, the shit that we had talked about, obviously it was a couple of weeks old and it wasn't very relevant. So we're starting fresh with this one. Um, funny story about the computer though. Um, when I was going to purchase my iPad, um, when I was on the Mac, um, when I was on the Apple store, they asked me if I wanted to send in my old computer for, uh, to like get money towards the iPad. And I was like, Oh, sick. The iPad's not even that expensive. Maybe I could fucking, uh, finagle this, uh, finagle this deal even more. And, uh, so I typed in my serial number for my computer and it basically said, um, we'll send you a box for you to send it to us so we can throw it away. <laughs> so I, I we'll pay for you to ship it to us, but that's all we're going to give you. That's also kind of when I realized my computer was probably fucked as well. If Apple is telling me that the serial number for my computer is so old that they can't even, they won't even give me $20 for it. They're going to fucking recycle it for me. Um, so we're, 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 uh, we're figuring that out. Um, I'm not on a microphone today, so hopefully this audio is fine. It's very weird. I have not, it's adapters with iPads and shit. It's fucking dumb. I don't understand. I don't understand how we're so technologically advanced and we're still so fucking stupid at the same time. We can't figure Wi-Fi out on planes and and fucking Type C bullshit plugins. Uh, I fucking hate it. Um, anyways, that's where we are. That's where we are. But Israel, um, I beat up one nineteen-year-old. Uh, <laughs> I you honestly say it again. Say it again. I, but but here's the thing. I didn't even I didn't even really beat him up because if you watch the whole video, I didn't even really throw a punch. I'm just like holding him while he's throwing punches into the air, and I'm just laughing the entire time. I did body slam the fuck out of him. Um, but whatever, whatever. 
dude that hold on you sit there and shake your head mason you're frozen are you good are you okay Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, can you hear me? As long as, yeah, I can hear. I can hear. As long as we can hear you. As long as we can hear you. Anyways, that foot. You sit there and shake your head, fucking Spencer. That team start. Okay, go watch the games versus the Jerusalem Capitals with the U twenty national team. They started so much shit. They started so much shit. So the bronze medal game with the U twenty team in Jerusalem. There was a fucking brawl at the end. And all of the U20 dads came down to the bench to try to fight the Jerusalem players. Yeah, because y'all are the same age. <laughs> Dude, I okay, literally the fucking da- the the if you if you play hockey in Europe or anywhere but North America, even in North America, and your your dad has to fight a battle for you, you're a pussy, and you should not play the game. I'm just I'm just gonna say that. Well, they're I Spencer, all minors. I was I you. Spencer. I was talking shit to a twenty-year-old kid. Twenty-year-old, twenty years old. They're not. They're not fucking minors. They're fucking. They're they're you twenties. They're fucking twenty. They're nineteen. They're eighteen. Fuck them. They're a bunch of pussies. All right. Well, anyways, Doug Glatt, how'd you? How was your time over there? Um, it's, it's, it was. It was good. I. It. I. I I don't remember a lot of the nights out, um, but it was it was a good time. Um, we didn't we lost in the first round. I know Spencer, you watched a a little bit of that game. We're just out <clears throat> outmatched, not as deep, I just how it goes. Too. Oh, did you, Mason? I was wow. able to tune in when I got off of work that day. You guys were already down by two goals. Yeah, it just wasn't. It just wasn't our. It wasn't our year. Not, that um, was post Stinchfield Pizza. <laughs> That that was a different game. That was the worst. <laughs> I, I that was okay, a so, hot pizza right in the backwards. Right to my buddy who fucking buried it, and then I buried it from behind. <laughs> yeah, that was a great assist. Right um, on the tape. So yeah, so a, a little bit. Okay, so a little explanation. So I. Woke up after the first game, the next morning after the first game, and my ankle was the size of a softball, and I could not tell you why. It was like one of those things where I don't know what I did, what happened. I don't remember doing anything to it, but it was fucked. So it was a team decision to put me on defense because I do play defense in roller hockey a lot at a pretty high level. Um, And so it was a team decision to put me on defense because it's a little bit less lateral movement i guess you you know what i mean once i get the puck out of the zone it's kind of just follow the play it's a little bit less skating anyways um so yeah and um it took me a while to get used to it as far as you know i I was fine that game though i will tell you i played so fucking bad that was against tel aviv and i don't know why i played so bad that was just one of those games where i I could not, it could not end quick enough and I could not get off the ice quick enough. Every, sh- I was a fucking liability <laughs> every shift, <laughs> every fucking shift out of the liability. And I, okay, partly the pizza was also partly not my fucking problem or not my you fault because if you go back and watch and the play, cross ice my, in front of the my, B, my B partner was supposed to come back towards me and he fucking looped around the hash marks and went up the boards and so I, I threw a pass that was intended. I threw an area pass intended for a guy 
that was looping towards me. And instead he looped the other way. So it just looked like I threw an area pass to the other fucking team for yeah, a break. You literally <laughs> threw an area pass to your hash marks and gave a guy a one T from the hash marks at your goal. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then when he, ba- when he buried it, I knew, I knew it was my buddy. Shout out grocer. Um, I knew it was my buddy, but I was like, I got, I have to, I can't not let that slide. So I just fucking buried him from behind. Okay. Yeah, actually, I do have a question for you about the, uh, how did, uh, how the blade tech blades feel? I really like them. Um, a lot of guys, a lot of guys used them like, like multiple guys on each team, like made custom orders and, and had blades. I loved them. Um, they feel it, like a bouncy, like I feel tall. Um, and it's not cause I like, I've had new blades before and like, yeah, like you, you feel like tall, but this feels like different, like different. Um, I need to find out. Yeah, no, not as cool as T blades, (laughs) fucking T blades, those goddamn things. Dude, there's a guy in my men's league that wears them and it drives me bonkers. Still? He was T blades still? Yeah, they're probably still sharp from the 90s because that's just how they were. Dude, uh, no, but they were, were too advanced for the time they came out. Those are blades. Oh, for the, the noise, just the noise. Oh, <laughs> um, no, but they're awesome. Um, and honestly, I didn't like when I ordered green and blue blades, I was wondering how they were gonna look. They were perfect for like overseas European hockey, like, they matched our uniforms to it. The green matched our green on our uniforms fucking so money. It was fucking great. Um, and then, like, everybody else didn't really know you could do that. Like, everybody else in the league just got, like, um, like a couple guys got the gold steel. A couple guys got, like, the like the chrome, like the real silverish mm-hmm. kind of looking steel. Um, but then, like, I was, like, when, I, when, when uh, Yoni, the equipment guy, like, put mine on, everyone was like, what the fuck? And I was like, yeah, I know. They're actually, they're actually low-key kind of that. Now, I, gotta, I need to get a new pair. Um, I, I think I'm gonna get a new pair for the Barracudas, um, because I'm gonna play some games for them. Um, but because the green and obviously the green and, and blue doesn't go now, um, so I need to switch them out. But they're fucking good, man. They're really good. There's a there there's a reason there's a reason there's a lot of guys using them. I can tell you that much. Um, so I liked them a lot. But shout out Blade Tech. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Blade Tech. Um, all right, let's let's get right into this. Um, so. Let's just talk about this. Let's let's because Spencer and I, Mason, kind of talked about it a little bit, but we didn't really dive into it as much as I wanted to. Um, the biggest trade that happened over the summer was Eric Carlson going from San Jose to Pittsburgh. Um, Kyle Dubas just came in and made a huge splash, um, being being the head of Pittsburgh now. Um, he played all 82 games last season with 101 points. Um, it was a three-team trade that included Montreal. Um, so in the trade, San Jose got Mikhail Granlund. They also got Mike Hoffman and Jan Ruta, and they got a conditional 2024 first-round pick. Pittsburgh, in return, got Rem Pitlick. They got Prosberg, Dylan Hamulik, and they got a third-round pick in 2026, as well as, obviously, Eric Carlson. And then Montreal received Jeff Petrie and goalie Casey DeSmith, forward prospect Nathan Laguerre, second-round pick in 2025. And then in return, they flipped Jeff Petrie to Detroit, and Montreal got defenseman Gustav Lindstrom and a conditional 2025 fourth-round pick. 
Um, so Mason, I want to hear from you first, since you have not been on the podcast in eight years, uh, the last time you were, you pissed yourself. Um, what, what do you think about this trade? Um, and do you, who's the winner? Who's the loser here for you? I think Pittsburgh's the winner when it comes to like a win now kind of mentality. They're obviously loading up to try and see what they can do for Crosby, Malkin, Latang the last years. So they're just trying to win as much as they can while they still can. I feel like San Jose got a decent haul as far as like trying to figure out who they're going to be for the next few years, but they're not making anything deep. Okay. Okay. Spencer, as the, uh, well, you two are both resident Sharks fans, but Mason, do you root for eight teams? So whatever. Uh, (laughs) Spencer, what do you think about the trade? Um, Do you agree with Mason? Um, Who do you think won or lost this trade? Um, Do you think, do you think San Jose will be better off in the long run? Um, How do you think this fares for Pittsburgh? Where do you think he fits in? I mean, I think Pittsburgh definitely won the trade. I think, but I think also the Sharks kind of win the trade too because I don't think Carlson was a good fit there. He kind of, I mean, whenever he got there, what, four years ago now, something like that, he kind of ruined the franchise and kind of their direction a little bit. I yeah, you're, that's, you, you continue to say he ruined the franchise. I need you to that's, expand on that. You you just said he ruined got, the franchise. would have burned for him. Well, I mean, they were in the Stanley Cup final the year before he was there. And then he comes in, and they basically tank. They got another Burns, who they already had. I don't think they addressed the issues they needed to. It was a great move. I was so excited when he went there. But he just never really panned out until this past year when he had – basically he was only just trying to prove so he could get moved. He could um, be the kind of player where he has to be the best on the team. Well, him and Burns were just the same player. Um, mm-hmm. So you can't have them both on the same power play because they both want the puck. They both want the touches. They both want it to run through them, which they're both really good at it. But when you have that player, they're not really playing off of each other. They're kind of like battling for that spot a little bit. So I think in the long run, I think the Sharks are better. They're still bad. They're still bad for a few years, but I think they're better right now. But I don't think this makes Pittsburgh a cup contender. I don't. So that's kind of where I'm like, I don't know if Pittsburgh necessarily wins. I think they're better. I think they're better. I went, I went through their roster earlier there. It's weird. They, they're oddly good. Um, they, they have some guys that you go, Oh shit. He's, he's on there now. Um, like Nola Chari, like their depth. They have a lot. They don't have a lot of upfront talent anymore, um, but they, I mean, they still have Crosby. They still have Malkin. They still have Jeff Carter, um, Gensel when he comes back from surgery. Um, but they've got guys like Nola Chari now. They've got guys like Vinny Hinestroza. Um, They've added a couple pieces like that. They're very fast. Ricky Raquel, um, they still have um, Nylander. Um, Is Jari their goalie? Jari's their goalie, and Nadelkovic is their backup. So they've that. they've got, but I but it's decent, and their decor is not bad. They've got Carlson, they've got Latang, they've got Graves. Um, they have um, fuck. Who did they? Who did they? Who else did they have? Um, 
I, I just I just saw it. Um, I should have wrote it down. Uh, but their their D their D are not bad either. Their D are are, are pretty I deep, just, and they've I got mean, some are, they've got some they, young guys. Are they better than the Rangers? Are they better than Carolina? Are they better than Florida? Are they better than Tampa? I don't think so. I think they're better than the Islanders. Great. I think they're better than the. I th- <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I know. I know that gives you dick. I know. I know that gives everyone's dick hard. But I, yeah, I think they're better than the Islanders. Um, no, I. But you're. No, I mean you're right. I don't. I don't think they're better than any of those teams. Um, so I mean, it is what it is on that. Um, but a big splash by Dubas. Hey, um, I didn't. I just like remembered this off the top of the head uh, yesterday, so I wrote it down. Isn't it interesting that it's another trade that involves Carlson and Hoffman after the original trade from Ottawa to San Jose was made because it was like a whole bullying thing with Hoffman's wife, like bullying Carlson's wife about like some real personal shit. And now five years later, they're involved in another trade where one is going somewhere else and one is going to the team where they left. It's just interesting. It's just fun. It's was, just it's was Hoffman not, on pit. No, Hoffman was in Montreal, wasn't he? Hoffman, Hoffman, no, Hoffman was in oh, Ottawa. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. with Carlson. Yeah, and they, I believe, they both got traded to to San Jose, mm-hmm. and then Carl or something happened to where Carlson was like, "I'm not playing with this guy anymore because his wife is a piece of shit, basically." And then they sent Hoffman to Florida. And then Carlson to San Jose, and then they lost both of them. Um, I just thought that was interesting that they're those two were involved um, in another trade. Um, but yeah, so uh, there's the Carlson trade. Uh, that's a, you know I, I wanted to get a little bit more uh, in depth on that. Um, so let's move on to a little bit more um, NHL news um, and just hockey news in general. Um, so some big news I want to get your guys to take on is Professional Women's Hockey League, um, the PWHL is official uh, and it will launch with six teams in January, 2024. Those six teams will be Montreal, Ottawa, Toronto, New York, Boston, and Minneapolis, St. Paul. It is uh, operated by Jaina Hayford, senior vice president of hockey operations. Um, She won gold with team Canada in 2002, 2006, 2010, 2014 uh, Olympics. Um, And it is the league is financially supported by Mark and Kimberly Walter who own the Los Angeles Dodgers. Um, so there's some serious money uh, that's backing this league. Um, and I, this is the most interesting thing. Um, I want to get your guys take on this. Um, Cause I personally think it's just them blowing fucking smoke. Um, and I don't think they're really going to do a fucking thing as far as money wise, but the NHL released a statement congratulating the PWHL also saying they look forward to working with the league. But again, I personally think that's a bunch of bullshit because they've had opportunities to work with these women's leagues in the past and didn't do shit for them. Um, and that's why they all folded and had to do this. Um, so, um, but here we are, the PWHL. What do you guys think? I think, I think it's, it's good. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah. But like you I just think- said, I was literally, the, you took the words out of my mouth. I was like, the NHL has to get involved in this somehow or else it's just going to look bad for them and they have to get involved quick. They're going to invite them to see it in the All-Star game. What are you talking about? <laughs> They've been supporting all along, guys. I, I love how that's the NHL solution to supporting women's hockey is inviting one player to skate in the I fastest take lap, a lap in the All-Star <laughs> game. Like, come during commercial breaks, too. Yeah, Not even like during the actual thing. Do it during commercial breaks so no one can see it, and then we'll what? just flash to it. What they, what, they, what they should do is they should – do the day before the NHL All-Star 
thing. They should do a three, a three on three tournament with the best women's players from, and, and just do it quick. Like do, do 15 minute games. Do you have like two, like, you know what I mean? Or, or just do one or, or the day before you do your three on three tournament, do a women's all-star game, like do a five on five, like old yeah. school NHL like style that. women's all-star game. Yeah. I think just that would be day. smart it's just, to have their it's own. It's just one day. Yeah. Like after, the skill, after the skills competition, like the skills competition is at like noon or something. And then that night, the women's have an all-star game. The next day is the men's all-star game. Yeah. A nice little Mason, weekend. Mason, I, if, what are you, a kid in class? If you don't put your phone on, on silent, I'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> podcast <laughs> etiquette. <laughs> Great podcasting by Mason. Just, just having his phone fucking vibrate in everybody's ears. Um, no, I mean, but this, I think this is the first league that's actually been financially backed by people with a shit ton of money. And it seems like people care. And they, like, I think, cause the last time there was kind of weird cause there was two different leagues. So they were kind of competing with each other. So I think him being under one roof is going to be a little better. For do you everybody. think, do you think, damn it, Mason? I know. I don't know why it won't stop doing that. <laughs> Um, do you think Kimbra went to Mark and was like, you own a fucking team. I want to own a fucking team. He's like, you own a team, baby. You own the Dodgers. She's like, I don't own shit. She's like, I go to fucking games. It's in the box. I want to own a team. And he was like, all right. He was like, what do you want? And she was like, I want fucking hockey. And he was like, hockey? What the fuck? Okay, fine. There you go. Here's, here's a whole league for you. Um, but I mean, I mean, they got money, so we'll see. Um, but, um, yeah, I think the NHL does have to get involved some way, somehow if, but that's if the PWHL wants the NHL involved. I mean, they, they, this, they this could be a thing That's the only way they can grow because they have to piggyback off the cities, off the rinks, off of all of that. But they also have to be smart in how they grow because I mean, outside of like the U S Canada, maybe Sweden, like talent can drop off pretty quick. So I just don't want them to like, you know, have a team in a city that's not going to support it because they're bad. So they got to be pretty strategic in how they grow. But I think if they want to grow, the NHL has to back it, or at least they've got to get somebody, somebody with a lot more money. I think they were very strategic uh, in, I think they were very strategic in the teams that they picked um, because travel is very limited, um, going yeah. from Montreal to Ottawa, Toronto, Toronto to New York, Toronto to Boston, um, Ottawa to Boston, Montreal to Boston. Um, and the Minneapolis, St. Paul is maybe a little bit further of travel, but it's still not that far from Canada. And that's such a hockey, like th- that's a, that's a place that w- loves hockey in general. It doesn't matter if it's men's or women's. Um, and that's also Minneapolis, St. Paul's got a huge college women's hockey following with Minnesota golden Gophers and, and all those teams there. Um, so they were very strategic in, in where they picked those teams. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see, to see what it looks like. Um, I, I thought the, the last one was, was decent, but they had, they had no viewership. Like they had no, yeah. like I, I would catch it on the most random, like Hulu channel of all of all of them. So they just didn't have a platform, um, which I think will be the biggest thing for this, which I think they will. Um, so we'll move on from that. Um, so that is it. The PWHL is official. Um, official. This, this is, this is what I want to get into 
So former disgraced NHL head coach Bill Peters uh, has been Ooh. hired as yeah as the head coach of the Lethbridge Hurricanes in the WHL um, of the Western Hockey League. If you don't remember, Bill Peters was let go of Calgary a few years ago after it came out that a former player, Akeem Aliu, made statements that were corroborated by several players after an internal investigation was done, was also corroborated by the investigation that he used the N-word in derogatory ways multiple times um, towards Akeem, um, in which Akeem said really kind of fucked him up and and derailed his career in some ways. Um, This is kind of... How do you if you're a how do you trust this guy with young kids? You don't. I like this I, is, I, I literally have no idea how, how he gets hired. Like I think he should have been on a ban from hockey list. Yeah, if you're Lethbridge, I feel like you should be a little bit ashamed of yourself uh for this. Um because it's not like we're it's not like we're talking about sending him back to an environment where there's grown men who can speak up and who feel like they have empowerment to speak up, which we've even seen that sometimes they don't even feel that way. Um, Chicago dumbasses. Um, but putting him in charge of 16 and 17 year old kids in, in, in a hockey landscape that's becoming increasingly, increasingly more diverse week in and week out is insane to me. That's absolutely insane to me. I, I literally like if somebody would have said he got hired in the KHL, it would have been like, yeah, whatever. But for him <laughs> to get hired in North America, yeah. like it, it, like you just said, hockey is like finally becoming a pretty diverse sport, and then this guy gets hired in a in a developmental league is mind blowing to me. It's my it's mind as uh, Chaz Michael Michaels would say, it's mind bodily. <laughs> you know, you know, when your traps get all, your thoughts get all trapped up like they're in a bottle. And I mean, he didn't even say he was sorry. The only reason he said he was sorry was right before he got hired to Leftbridge. He never. Yeah, I read. I, I I read that Akeem Ali. You said he apologized through a he third apologized, party. He apologized through a third party, and then after the apology, it was like forty-eight hours later he got hired at Leftbridge or something like that. That's. That's that's bad. Um, yeah, it's that's. There's not too much more to say about that. I just I I knew you guys would have that take. Um, but yeah, fuck Bill Peters. I don't think he should be anywhere near kids. Um, after after doing what he did, um, and, and really having showing no remorse and no atonement for it whatsoever. Mm. Um, I think that's the main thing here. People do good. People do dumb stuff and say dumb stuff and do stupid things all the time every single day but it's it's what what do you do to mend those things like what have you what has he done he hasn't done shit um learn from your mistakes he hasn't gone and worked with inner city kids he hasn't gone and he hasn't like he hasn't like fuck him Uh, that's the i don't think he deserves to be a head coach um right now um so but again he is and he's in charge of kids so my only hope, Bill Peters, is that you don't fuck any more kids up like you fucked a key Mally you up. So um, there's that. Spencer, I know you had a couple other things you want to talk about. Um, yeah. some, somebody uh, got, got a, uh, re-signed over there in, in, in Coyote Land. 
So I thought this was just interesting. So they extended Bill Bill Armstrong, right? Yeah. Doug Armstrong, St. Louis, I believe. Yeah. So they extended him for two years, but I'm sitting there like, can they even do that? Are they going to have a team in two years? Like who, who are they extending? What, where are they playing? Is he extended through two years? Because that's how long they they're committed to mullet. And then they have no idea. I saw there was, some, there was some statement they posted about how they were building towards the future, and everyone on the internet was commenting that they were building everything but a stadium. Yeah, I, I don't, <laughs> I just don't get how they can make these kind of moves when it might not even be their franchise in two years. I think there's probably some clause that is like in his contract that says. Even if they get relocated or if they don't stay in Arizona, that he's still the general manager of the team, regardless of when they move. So it, it's probably a thing where they're just re, they're resigning him for the team. They're not resigning him for the city. So let's say they move to I know. Let's say they move. Let's say they move to. Let's say they move to Houston next year. He, Doug, uh, uh, Bill Armstrong would be the general manager of the Houston, which is which is weird, Mason. Uh, speaking of that, I coached. Um, we had our big leveling tournament. So I'm coaching 14 AA this year. Um, and we had our big leveling. We had our big leveling tournament this last weekend. The Houston Wild are not the Houston Wild anymore. What do they call themselves now? They are, they are officially the Houston Junior Arrows. And they're, they're, they've got, they went back to the old navy blue and green and gray uniforms. And they look really good. Um, I, I, I don't know. I think this is, I think this is our all pools to try to get, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, they, I would assume they'd want to bring the arrows back. It would be a very easy transition for them to do that. They have all the merchandise. Mm-hmm. They have all the. They have all the stuff there. I mean, fucking Gordy Howe played for him. Yeah, I think if the if they ever did get a team back, it would be the arrows. Um, which I, I, to to be honest with you, I'd be okay. The only way I'd be okay with a team going to Houston is if they went back to being the Houston Arrows. I think that's the way. That would be the way to do it. Um, and then I think you put them in the division with the Florida teams. Um, I, they, I think they play in the East and they play in that, that division with Tampa. Uh, I, yeah, I, just, that, that, I don't know. It'd be weird. here, but Yeah. It'd be, it'd be weird to have two teams in the same state be in different conferences. Well, Texans and Cowboys are in different conferences. Yeah, one's NFC, one's AFC. Sport. That well, those don't weird. make sense. Football yeah, weird, football though. makes no sense. They both supposed to be geographic. Yeah. So okay, so but where would you put them? Because they're not central, really. They're they're on the coast. They'd have to be. I'm looking at a map. That's why I'm staring. I was going to say I'm trying to shuffle the teams around in my head right now. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you could, put, I mean, you could put St. Louis in the East and then, you know, swap that those. I can't believe that the NHL is still that they're still holding on to Arizona. That's wild to me. Somebody's blackmailing Gary Bettman. I don't know who it you is. Think, he went to the Tucson Bunny Ranch one yeah, too many times. They've got pictures of him. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody picked him up at five a five thirty a.m. an hour after the place closed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he can't. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. Um, well, in other news, um, Jake Sanderson got fucking paid. Uh, the kid uh, today uh, signed an eight-year, $64.4 million banana contract with the Ottawa Senators. $64.4 million bananas. How are you doing on that? Um, that's a lot of guacamole. Um, he's 21 years old. He's the number one, number five pick in the two, in the 2020 draft. He's got 32 points in 77 games last season. Kids, a stud. Um, what this means for Ottawa is they have Jake Sanderson. They have Tim Stutzel. They have Brady Kachuk and Thomas Shabbat all signed through the 27, 2028 season. And people are sleeping on them. And I think you look at this now, um, and I think they're going to be very, very sneaky, sir. I think it's so interesting that people are starting to get paid on what they think they're going to do rather than what they've done kind of thing. Because they're just paying him to lock him up because they're like, well, we don't want it. We know he's going to be good, so we don't want him to go anywhere. So we're going to build this the way and just hope we're good and hope in seven years that we're going to be nasty. It's, it's, the it's way, just interesting. It's the way of the land. It's so interesting to see it. And I mean, what I hope it works out for him, but it's the land before time, Spencer. And this is the way. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, we'll see. They're betting on some young core and some weird. I'm just moving past it. Yeah. Them a lot of tree stars. But, but then you add in, add in, uh, um, Tarasenko. Yeah, he's only there for half a year. You, but now he could stay. No, now, now you're looking. Now you're looking at if they're in the playoff. If they're in the playoff picture, he's going to stay. They're not trading. They're not. But if they're in a playoff picture, they're not going to trade him. That's the thing. They're not in a playoff. I don't think they'll make the playoffs this year. A playoff picture. I didn't say in the playoffs. I said in the playoff picture. I don't think they'll be in the playoff picture of trade deadline. You were taking my words too literal. I said playoff picture, which means like the Uh, bottom three teams looking inside out. So yeah, I don't care what you say. I stand by what I said. Stanley Cup. I think he might have. I think he did. I think he's locked in. Who's locked in? You You just said Ottawa is going to win the cup. No, I did not. I did not say that. I did. You heard it here first. No, they did not. The listeners did not hear that. The listeners did not hear that. Um, absolutely, of absolutely teams not. That might win the cup though, and I thought this one was kind of weird. But after it took so long, I didn't. Is that Keith got extended? I guess like he I, is Montreal I guy. Be Toronto, Toronto's guy. Montreal hates Toronto's guy. Toronto hates him. Toronto hates you now for saying that. So I'm on. I'm on board with Ottawa. Montreal hates Spencer. I'm on board with Ottawa. Um. I hate that. I fucking hate it. I don't think he's the right. I don't think he's the right coach for that team. Math- Matthews must really like him because you know Tree went to him after he extended Matthews and was like, you know, is this the guy you want to ride with? And clearly he said, yeah. Yeah, I don't think he's the right. I don't think he's the right fit for that team. Um, I, but again, listen, we work, we're we're getting that de- we're debating on who's smarter me or Brandon Shanahan. And listen, I'm, I want to lean towards me, but the public may say Shanahan and he thinks he's their guy. So uh, at this point, you know, they're, they're going to, they dug their grave. Let's see. Yeah. If, it'll that, be interesting if, that, to see. if that, listen, if that team does not go to the, if that team 
does not go to the Eastern Conference Finals this year and they don't fire Keith, they're fucking morons. Yeah, they've got it. They have to take a step this year. They're, that roster looks so nasty. Yeah, it looks it looks fantastic. But Boston looked fantastic and nasty all year, and yeah, they, they shut the bed. They were old. Yeah, I think I, I, think I said yeah. that on the podcast. Look back on episode. Yeah, they're gonna choke. Yeah, um, that's true. That's true. Right. A lot. Well, we have a couple of retirements to announce, um, but we need to do it in a very special way because not only are we officially bringing on FNX Fit as a sponsor, um, if you guys have not noticed recently on my Instagram stories, I have been using a ice bath from Polar Recovery. Um, I have been in contact with them. Um, so I am, um, going to tentatively announce, um, that we are bringing polar recovery on board, um, as another partner to the podcast. Um, I do not have a discount code yet. There's some logistics being worked out on their end, on the back end, make sure everything is good to go. And then they will send me over, um, that code for everyone to use. Um, so be on the lookout for that whenever that happens. Um, but that being said, um, we are giving them their own segment, and it is the Polar Recovery Cool-Off segment. Um, and since there's no hockey being played right now for anybody to jump in the ice bath because they need to get hot, um, we are going to announce that Carl Hagelin and Michael Delzato are officially going to jump in the Polar Recovery cold tub, and they're going to take the plunge as they are officially retiring and will no longer be able to score any more NHL goals. Um, so welcome polar recovery to the flow. Yeah. Welcome permanently. Um, welcome polar recovery to the podcast and congratulations to Carl Hagelin and Michael Dozato. Um, Hagelin was, a, was a great player. Um, he's actually retiring due to an eye injury, um, that he sustained in a Capitals. Yeah. One eyed Willie, um, in the Capitals practice in March of 2022. Um, his quote was, unfortunately, my eye injury is just too severe to keep praying, playing the game that I love. Um, he's a former sixth round pick for the New York Rangers in uh, 2007. Sixth round pick who ended up playing 854 regular, regular season games with the Rangers, Ducks, Kings, Penguins, and Caps, winning back to back Stanley Cups with Pittsburgh in 2016 and 2017. Um, so, sixth round pick that turned into a very, very, very successful hockey career. Um, Michael Dozato, on the other hand, was a former first round pick. Um, he's officially retired as well after 13 NHL seasons. He's jumping in the polar recovery cold tub. Uh, he last appeared for the Ottawa Senators in the 2021-22 season. Um, he did not play last season, uh, but he was selected by the New York Rangers 20th overall in 2008, where he played the first five years of his career. Um, so congratulations to those two guys on on great careers. Enjoy your cold plunge in the polar recovery. Um get a little get cooled off there um, because you are permanently cooling off. Uh, there's no possibility you can get hot anymore. Um, so stay in that polar recovery cold tub all summer long, all year long. Um, and like I said, welcome them um, to the podcast as long as well as FNX fit. Um, and we will get you that code as soon as we have it. Um, remember to use code Flowskate for FNX fit products, anything online. Um, and yeah, boys, that's a fucking podcast. Anybody have anything yeah. else? I just wanted to say Haglund had the best flow in the league. Yeah, Haglund had dirty flow. He had dirty flow. Great, he flow. Great he yeah. He was united with Backstrom for a few seasons in DC. They needed, to yeah. Get 
Yeah, great flow on Hagelin. Um, we will say that. Um, I, Delzato at times had some good flow. Was it was kind of a man rocket himself. So uh, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure both those guys cleaned up off the ice. Very nice, like. Um, so um, c- again, congrats to them. Um, and, and again, one other, and so one other one that you kind of forgot. Well, he didn't retire, uh-oh. but he's stepping away from hockey. Jonathan Taves. So I wish him luck. Maybe he needs a cold, cold plunge in the tub to recover a little yeah. bit. But Tazy, um, call me up. Um, I've, I can uh, get in contact with Polar Recovery, and we can get you a uh, cold tub sent over to you too, so that you can hop in and get all those uh, body parts healed up and get that mind healed up, and, and maybe get, maybe get back in the game. Maybe Polar Recovery is Jonathan Taves' way back into the game, and maybe Sawyer Stinchfield can be the one to provide those services. Dude, I would love to service Jonathan Taze. I'm just gonna say it. I would love. I I would love to be the one to service, and he would love to service Taze. You heard it. I I would love to service Jonathan Taze. That is the Flowscape podcast. Like and subscribe. Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, Code Flowscape FNX Fit, fifteen percent off. Um, Boys, that's all she wrote. We'll see you next time. See you, fellas. Mwah. See you later.